This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Let's do it. Hello everyone and welcome to UniLife. My name is James McGuire and with me today I have, um, he is my cousin, but I, I, I love him as much as a brother, it is Benjamin McGuire. Benny, how you going? Not bad mate, how are you? How are you feeling buddy? Pretty nervous. Yeah, a little, little yeah. nervous. First time in, Shake your hands. in front of the microphone. Yeah. You know. Is it is it weird to hear your own voice it's in a headset? Strange. Very strange. Yeah. I don't like the way I sound. <laughs> <laughs> you sound a little different, don't you? Yeah. It's um it's always a bit of a shock to everyone. Yeah. Look, for anyone who hasn't listened to uni life before, essentially we find out a someone like someone's life before uni, during uni, and their plans for the future. So with me today, I have someone who's um, a little, a bit of a novice when it, when, it, when, it, when it comes to talking in front of a microphone. So every, every, everyone be nice. <laughs> Please, don't hurt my feelings. <sighs> Benny, you yeah. are a 20-year-old finishing their second year of a Bachelor of Criminology and Criminal Justice at Griffith. That's the one. Is that it? Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Yeah. Because you kind of like, you finish your Master. second year. So you're yeah. going into your third. Going into third, yeah. Going into third at Griffith. Now, I know like 150 people that are doing this degree so it's <laughs> yeah. so funny because it's like I, it's, I find it like a meme now the the criminology um degree at griffith because there's, there's just there's just so many people doing it there's a few different pathways to it so you know, like pathways to like um through it like right different jobs yeah yeah mate um you know when we do this we bring it all the way back to the start mm-hmm. now I know the start. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. We, we were there. Uh, but I need to know, well, um, where were you born and where are you growing up, mate? Uh, born in Ipswich. You're beaut. And then um, grew up in Ipswich. That's it, eh? Yeah. That's basically. it. Uh, me and Benny, uh, our parents, they got, they got free childcare. They never needed to get a daycare. They never needed <laughs> to get a kindergarten because they had this, this amazing thing called their mothers. Yes. Our, our, our grandmother, our grandparents who had a farm out in Perga, which is a little bit past Manto, where we spent all of our summers, all of our school holidays, like any time where the parents were working and we um, weren't at school, mm-hmm. that's where we were. So Getting up to mischief. Just just getting up to no good. What well, all the type of things we get up to, mate? Making houses, bloody forts out of trees. That's it. We're just stealing jumps stealing out. wood from your dad who would leave his wood there because he's a, he's a chippy. Make fires. Yeah, no, remember we made a fire and Grandad found it and he was got Spewing. angry at us. Yeah, he's not yeah. happy. Uh, we, we, we'd climb on a roof that had the structural support <laughs> of like, you know, Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. it at was any so... time, that thing's gonna blow over within weeks. <laughs> it was so terrible. He'd come down and he had, he had a ro- he didn't have you know those little like those little um things that the old right. people drive the little um little like cart things cart yeah, things yeah. you know like go a, to Woolies in you wouldn't call them a scooter. But they're kind of a scooter. Yeah, it's like a scooter with handlebars, but... Granddad had a John Deere <laughs> um, a lawnmower, right on lawnmower, which is his, his scooter. That's how he got on everywhere. Just he turned the blades off. He didn't have good legs for the last 25 years of his life. <laughs> I don't remember him walking far. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was this funny story because they had a doctor's... They lived on a highway, but they had a doctor's surgery that was, what would you say, 100 metres down the road. Probably. Not even. Not even. Um, and he would go to the doctors a lot because he had problems <laughs> with his legs. And one 
one day he was um he needed to go to the chemist to get some cream or whatever for for his legs so instead of taking the car because he couldn't drive at this point because he lost his license they like they just took away his license like you can't drive michael (laughs) he drove his ride on lawnmower to the shops pulled it up in front of the chemist got out walked in the chemist got his gear got back on his ride on lawnmower drove out of the walkway reversed out of the walkway and went home i remember this spray you got from grandma oh not good oh god that was funny she wasn't happy not chuffed were you there when he was at the Boona hospital and they 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 couldn't figure out why his sugar kept going up because like you know he had he had diabetes so like that you know the big thing was keep his sugar down and we're like i don't know how this is happening and then one day um, his mate, well, we're all there, like all of his family. There was me, grandma, all the kids. Uh, I, I swear there was I don't, I don't a, think I was other there. uncles and aunties. And he goes, here you go, Mick. And he gives him a bag, I swear to God, probably 50 centimetres high, about 15, 20 centimetres wide of soy crisps, which just would destroy oh. his sugar. And he gave it in front of grandma <laughs> and us. He goes, here you go, Mick. And, and granddad's like, oh. Oh, oh, just takes it just yeah. doesn't look down and grandma's like oh my god yeah. and she was absolutely filthy i've never heard that no <laughs> i wasn't there for that mate you missed out that's so that's so funny the, he fell out of the, the rocking chair there one time <laughs> yeah they put the legs back and then lent all the way back <laughs> and then tipped over and the nurses came in and found him found the chair on top of him he's like i'm stuck someone help me up <laughs> It's like 700 kilos. He's a bit skinnier by that point. He lost a bit uh, yeah, of weight. Yeah, lost a bit of... Yeah. Man, we could we could talk about our granddad. Like the whole this podcast could, be, could just be... Just could be, be granddad. Four hours. Uh, but we've got we to gotta try and keep it more about you. <laughs> um, you know, I, wanna, I do want to know you as a kid, but doing this podcast, I know it's kind of hard to be like, you know, what were you growing up? Like, you know, what, what type of kid were you? Um, so we'll start off like, what were some of the things that you liked as a kid? I'm talking primary school years. Uh... Well, I always liked guitar and music and stuff. But mm-hmm. then, I don't know. What type of music? Just basically anything. I don't really listen to hip hop, but basically anything other than hip hop. You're, you're a rock I mean, guy. Yeah, rock and roll. ACDC, you know, Green, Green Day. As primary school, you in it, those type of bands? Yeah, I started playing guitar because of ACDC. Wow. I was like, yeah. So How old were you then? Uh, seven or eight. Wow. Full on. Yeah, mate. Yeah, um, you also write into football mm-hmm. or soccer, soccer f- for most people around here. Yeah, um, that was always your sport. Yeah. I, I played footy for a while, but you always kept it on on soccer. Were all your friends playing soccer? No, I really liked. I don't know why. I had a weird obsession with gloves. I like goalkeeper gloves. That was right. the thing. I always wanted to be a goalkeeper, but I'm not that tall. So growing up, you know, I played goalkeeper a bit, but then I'd rather after playing in the goals a few times i was like this is boring what go and score goals what how old were you when they made because you know like the big soccer goals yes but like you know like in the small unders like they're kind of like the indoor size ones where they're they're pretty tiny when do they go up to the real big ones uh i played for the ipswich bulls and that was when i was 12 and that's when we went that was the first year we went to full size right 12 or 13 12 i think okay so yeah so like in those other grades like anyone could play goalie when the when the um the goalie is big mm. as you know as tall as, as you tall as, as tall as anyone any even when kids, you're a kid most of the kids yeah so you're riding a soccer mm-hmm. you're riding guitar mm-hmm. me and you 
best of mates, killing it, playing cricket. Cricket for you, um, out of grandma's. You got two younger brothers, but not too much younger than you. I remember you guys were always bringing around movies and you were always quoting movies. Yes. Like, like it was just the funny movies just all the time. Like, we, we would just... We would just sit there and just quote just movies quote, yeah. and it just would just kill best, us. The best lines from all the best movies. That's it. And it would just kill us for hours. Um, I remember as a real young fella, you had a PS2. You had Lego, Lego Star, Star Wars, Wars. Addicted to that. Absolutely. Absolutely addicted. Um, your dad would always get you the coolest Christmas presents and I was super jealous because I'd come over and you would just have like the stuff. The stuff. Mate. The stuff. Yeah, well. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? You go to Sacred Heart, mm-hmm. which is, it's a Catholic school. Yeah. Um, that's where you, you've pretty much got all your lifelong friends Mo- from yeah, there. I would say. Wouldn't I, you say? I was a pretty quiet kid, so I didn't really make friends very easily. Mm-hmm. But I made a few, I met one of my best friends. Well, one of my yeah best mates is Will. He met him in kindergarten. James, I met in preschool. And then wow. I met most of them through... Um, just through primary school and some of them moved away, but I've reconnected with them in high school. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So I don't, I don't have a lot of friends that I've met within the last few years. I have a few like pretty good mates. Like KFC, like oh, the, <laughs> the, 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 not to be named, uh, <laughs> fast, food chain, fast food chain that we, that we both work at, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have yeah, a few cause you go, cause you met Isaac through mm-hmm. Sacred through, Heart. Uh, through, yeah. So How'd younger you brother, Zach, I okay. was friends with Ollie at preschool and I went to a birthday party and met Isaac through that. And then Wait, Ollie's Isaac's brother. Isaac's younger brother. Mm-hmm. And then, so, met him through that and, yeah, he's been one of my best mates since. There you go. Because, yeah, like, I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you had, you've had all your mates for a super long time. Uh, yeah, I yeah. All my best mates I've had at least since grade eight. Wow. So. Unlike me where like I've gone through seven. like four different friends groups yeah. since then. Um, but I'm finally starting to solidify my friends. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's, that's where we differ because yeah, you have friends that you've had since grade since eight. Young fella. And like, yeah, and you've never really divvied off. Yeah. Um, like that is a bit towards the fact that you're a shy guy. You're not really, like you're more yeah. of an introverted type person. You're not really going out and you know, making friends. But that doesn't really matter because... Yeah. Don't yeah, go on you... podcasts very often, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you have your friends and yeah. you've had them for a while. A long time, yeah. So that's sick. All right. So we go from Sacred Heart and we move in to good old Eddie's. St. Eddie's, yes. That's it. Um, we both went there. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest fact was our our fathers went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's a great um, school. It is a great school. Loved it. Um, how, was your, how was your high school experience? Because mine was pretty... Pretty terrible, pretty up and down. How how would you describe it? I'd say mine was pretty good. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not like yeah. Never really had any problems. Yeah, I never lost many. I didn't lose any friends really. Mm-hmm. Most of my friends I kept through it. Um, yeah, I'd say the worst thing was like grade eight. I uh, <laughs> first day ever. I bought my sport. It was the floods had just happened and mm-hmm. they moved the day from Wednesday to Thursday and we had the core classes on Wednesday, the first three periods. So that so remember the classes would be like SOS, religion and English were all the same teacher. Yeah, same so your core class which core had all the, all the humanity subjects. That's it, yes. Right. So, and you've been 
instead of the Wednesday because of the flood, that's now the Thursday. It's now the Thursday. It's so it was Wednesdays was always first three periods was in the same classroom. So they did made school on the Wednesday so that you would like go in, meet your teacher. He'd calm you down a bit. You get into it, and then like if you had any questions, you could you could answer them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's moved to the Thursday. And first period, I had HL sports. Which was supposed to be on the Thursday, but it's been pushed and you're not aware of it. Okay. So I show up and they're like, instead of doing first period, we're just going to go straight to second period. And I'm grade eight, super nervous, didn't hear this. Get changed in all my sports gear after homeroom, go down the oval. There's no one there. (laughs) First class, I'm first class of high school. I'm like 25 minutes late because I I was so nervous. But walking into that classroom, all the eyes peeled on you. Oh, that'd be. Yeah, that was probably the worst thing that happened to me in high school. I couldn't think anything <laughs> worse. So your first day was your worst. Probably. It only got better from there. Yeah, I only got better. And I didn't you really have many better. And you really days. kept your hobbies. So you're still playing soccer. Yeah. You still love guitar. It's right into it. You just love it. you just a ever. bloke that you just you know you don't let go, you, mate. you get your stuff and you it. hang on to yeah. it. That's awesome. I remember. Yeah, it is. I remember a, a couple of years ago. Dad tells me probably 2017. Mm-hmm. Going down to Goldie. Benny's got a gig. I was like, what do you mean Benny has a gig? <laughs> and he's like, he's playing guitar in a band, like at a at like a thing. Like, right, I it's like a Wednesday, Thursday night. I think so, maybe. It was like was it? It, was, it was a weekday. I had school the next day. And then we just drive down on the Gold Coast <laughs> and we rock up and you're there and you were you played with the band that played the um you were you were the last band. Yeah. And it was the last, yeah. It was so cool was to see. Epic. You looked Eight years old. I, I, well, because the band was mainly 40 year olds. Like, yeah. it was an old band that first time playing together in 20 years, and they're like, come down and play, lad. Mm-hmm. Right. So, because they're your, your dad's mates, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Family One friends. Of, yeah. Family so, friends. Just okay. Through them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was, um, it was good. I want to do it again, but it's so hard to, <laughs> yeah, to find get people to, to get, because you can't just rely on yourself. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that, that's the fun part about, well, we podcast every week. I got to find a new guest. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I can have, I can have guests lined up till December mm-hmm. and then you just, you just need one person to be like, oh, I can't, I can't do, it. do it. And then it's like scrambling because mm. like, they'll like be like, be a Tuesday and mm. I record Wednesday and they're like, oh, I got work next day. It's like, what? Couldn't you figure this out and tell me just, days ago? I remember that, yeah, you just asked me at work at the, not not to me mentioned uh, fast food establishment. What, what day can we do a podcast? Let's roster it off. That's it. Yeah, because like I'm just pestering everyone to to get on, and I really wanted to get like boys like you, like like you know like my my close mates and mm. family. Because I'm proud that I'm doing this. It's and a I, lot. It's a lot of fun. It's epic. Yeah, it's great to and see. It, it's really cool that I get to like show you. Yeah. Like this is kind of what I do. This is it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a. You know, studio, kind of, kind of like a show-off thing. Yeah, hitting. more than <laughs> more than anything. So, Benny has a perfect life. Clearly, uh, no, nothing goes wrong for him. Absolutely nothing. Um, you know, year ten, mm-hmm. year ten in Eddie's. I remember Miss James. She just goes, "What do you want to do for the rest of your life? Pick your electives, mate." Such a tough what question. Year ten. I've said this before. I I picked classes kind of around game design i guess because mm. i was like i know what i want to do i play video games <laughs> yeah i try that. game design um because yeah, i'm 15 i have no idea mate tell me tell me what happened there and what were you thinking at 15 uh, well at 15 i sort of had an interest in policing so i 
said like I'd like to do something like that. And Could you think of why policing? Not really. Just respect the work that they do, you know, mm-hmm. and make make the make a change. Hopefully, for the better. That's what they do, you know. Every day they go out and help. That's people. That's something that just, interests you, like making yeah, making a positive change in the community. Trying to help people, you know, um, whether it's stopping someone from doing the wrong thing or helping someone through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. Policing is sort of the the way I can see, fix, like making them goals. You know? Yeah, like like you can see that as a as a route where you can you can do that. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely. That's like Crilly, Like he's a really creative person, yeah, so yeah. he does architecture because it's like, a profitable way to engage his creative some of his, ability. Some of like the photos on Instagram that he puts up. His drawings, like, yeah, are incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. So even at 15, you're kind of like policing something I, you're interested in. Else, How do you pick subjects around going into the police force? I didn't even, So I thought I liked policing and I thought I'd like to go down that way, but I wasn't 100% set on it. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was thinking of doing legal studies and stuff because school offered that and it's like in that area. But in the end, I went with <laughs> subjects nowhere near that like, you know, place because I was... Com- I was really undecided. I had no idea. It's a big question to ask a 15-year-old, what do you want to do once you leave school for the rest of your life? Ridiculous but question. It doesn't have to be for the rest of your life. Like mm-hmm. I chose, so I did uh, graphics because I enjoyed that and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I did uh, engineering, cert one and two, and then uh, uh, car- uh, carpentry, I think it was called, or like, you know. So you did like trade subjects? I just did trade subjects, yeah. Did you do an IP? No, I did an IP. Oh, I did a rank. So okay. I did a rank. But I did the OP test, which I don't know why. It sounds like a lot of hardship it, for no reason. It really was. But also, I, I don't know. Did you get your result back? Do you know what OP you got? Uh, I don't know. I think I it was a, like 12 or 13. Really? Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I had a 14 and I did like... Oh, oh you're smarter than me. This know. is ridiculous. Yeah, well, your shout at the bar, I guess. That's, an, that's so annoying. <laughs> well, I... Uh, yeah. I, yeah. And then I, once I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, so you do subjects that you, you just like to do. I, yeah. I enjoyed them. I was really skeptical of going into those things because I didn't know, because I'd done graphics and woodwork and engineering and I really liked them. Yeah. But I hadn't done anything in the legal department and I was scared to go into grade 11 doing a class that I wouldn't like. And I probably would have just stuck it through if I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like, I'll do uh do these subjects that I know I enjoy. That's what mum and dad said. Like, do subjects that you know you enjoy. And if you don't like them or you want to change for whatever reason, then you can. You can. Like, it's not hard to change. Just go and talk to the school. They can. That's great advice because any subject I don't want to do, I don't commit myself. And then all yeah. you're gonna do is just get worse grades and, and then put that pressure on yourself and just make your high school experience harder than it has to be. Exactly. If you're actually committed. Too, you can see a career path. I I need it. I want to. I want to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Like those electives are your electives. You should yeah, choose what you, you want to do. Exactly. That's that's actually really good advice, man. Absolute yeah. absolute blinder there. <laughs> so Benny's thinking about criminology a little bit. Pretty undecided. So you're just doing subjects you want to do. Yeah. I in the end, I just went with subjects that I knew I liked. I knew I'd enjoy. Mm-hmm. Which you know was good. So what now we thought. get to year twelve and the reality that you know. We gotta. We're doing. You're gonna do your rank. You're gonna mm-hmm. do your OP. We're gonna be applying for uni courses or going for trades. Like that's becoming a reality. Yeah. 
where in year 12 are you going like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to try and find a route into the police force. So I was like, I was, I was finished school by this point when I decided that I wanted to do like try it. So uh, mum came up to me and was like, listen, you finished school now. You either have to have a full-time job or be studying. Like you can't not just like, you can't just sit at home and do nothing. So mum and dad were talking to me and I was like, I enjoyed the idea of going to the police. And so they were like, okay. So we looked up together um, like courses we could do at TAFE because she said she didn't want to put me in uni or like I didn't want to go into uni straight away if I wasn't going to commit to it and like if I wasn't going to enjoy it. Like I didn't want to go through the whole process of applying for courses and stuff if I wasn't going to enjoy it. So she said, why don't I just do six months TAFE course across the road here? Bloody, what is it? Southeast, Southwest, whatever one. I, I don't know what TAFE it is, but yeah. we're in the Springfield USQ Springfield. campus. <laughs> but yeah, we used to park uh, in the same car park. Exactly. I've yeah. seen you a few times back in the day. So I uh, applied for it. I got in, went, did six months and loved it. Loved the, loved most of it. Some of the law things are a bit tedious, but mm-hmm. you know, it's what I had to do. But you found a passion. I found it. Yeah. So I, Perfect. I was a little bit like now that I look back, I'm a little bit upset that I didn't go and try the new things that instead of like sticking to my comfort zone, I wish I'd kind of extended out and done the, done the, like tried the, um, legal studies, legal studies one. Yeah. In, in high school to, yeah. Okay. Cause it might've given me a better idea and then I could have shaped it quicker. There you maybe. go. But you know, it was all about being comfortable. I didn't want to make myself uncomfortable. Because anyway. you're, you're an introverted person. You exactly. find your things that you like and you stick to it. Exactly. That's kind of the person you are that mm-hmm. we're figuring out. I love it. <laughs> we're finding it. We're figuring it out. I've known you your whole life and these are the kind of things I'm kind of putting together. Mm-hmm. That's why I love this podcast. Anyway, finished finished the TAFE course and it was done in June. So we went away, for went to Uluru, came back from the camping trip and mum and dad were like, it's a bit late to apply for uni now. So you've like you should get a full-time job so i did laboring with a family friend of ours just in a metal workshop which Wait. where my uh engineering and stuff came in handy cause that's it, was, it. Um, yeah like helped me through the i knew basic things so that i was able to jump straight in and get my hands dirty where you where you help build the hyper coaster that's the one which i just went on recently and my girlfriend, halfway through the line where i'm already nervous and watching <laughs> these people get absolutely sent yes uh, isn't this the ride that Ben helped build? I'm like, yeah. why would you tell me that? If there's it. anyone I want building my, <laughs> my roller coaster where it's just a hundred percent death. If anything goes <laughs> wrong, there's there's no way I don't die. No. Oh yeah, th- th- let's put this in the hands of Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But no, that's that's so cool that it you was, helped. It build. was a lot of fun because super high up. You know the very start bit. It was like. The, like the drop? Yeah. That was you up, were doing there? Yeah, up there. Oh, jeez. Like 40 or 50 meters up. And then it that went is, all the way down to the ground. That is tall. And it was in like a little one one by two box up in the air. And the slightest breeze would move you around a lot. My <sighs> boss was like, the first time I went up, my boss was like, if you get nervous, let Ferret know. He'll, wow. He'll bring you down. Were you getting, I would have been I nervous. Was, I was fine. I love that. Yeah? I, I don't care about heights. Yeah, I was good. You don't care about heights? No, nah, not really. You hold on to something strong and hold, tight enough, I'm sure you'll figured out i do not like heights but i went to movie world and like i didn't get the same gut-wrenching feeling on like the on like the drops and all Mm. that stuff like it didn't rides didn't have the same effect that what they did years and years ago so it was kind of like a unpleasant surprise i guess because like i'm less nervous but i also don't enjoy the rides as much now 
Yeah. Because I just am older. Yeah. That's 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 the the joy of being twenty one. So you labour in because you couldn't really apply for your first late, yeah. your first for semester one. Yeah. So semester two comes around. So I done I did work from about July end of July start of October to like December odd. Mm-hmm. We went away again and then came back and I had gotten an email. I didn't even find it. Mum found this email. In my, she was just looking for an email for some reason through my you know, emails. Yeah, yeah like, emails. like you do. Yeah, just as you <laughs> do. Anyway, um, she found it was from an offer for law in Toowoomba or Toowoomba or Townsville or something. At USQ? Like, I have no idea. Just a, a university. Okay. But it was an offer for law and mum showed it to me. And I was like, oh, like I never felt like I was smart enough because I, I did TAFE, but it was it was really hard, like. I found it pretty difficult to get through it. So I didn't really believe in myself much. But then mum showed me this email saying like, you're offered law, which is the hardest, one of the hardest things that, like, well, the hardest part of the course that I was doing. So mm-hmm. it's like, maybe I can do it. So I said, I don't really want to do law just because I'd rather the like... The criminology, the, the criminology parts. parts. Rather than the, the like, what laws mean, how they're structured and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... um. Went to, like, yeah, just went and applied to a few different unis and then got into Griffith. Mint. So, where where else did you apply for? Uh, I have no idea. It was no. a long time ago now. Yeah, it would have been. So, you get into the, the criminology degree. I can't think, I don't know anyone else doing criminology through any other uni. Do you know anyone? I just, I, know, I just know the Griffith criminology degree. I hardly know people. I, I know one person in my course. <laughs> so. Well, I kind of, like, I kind of get that because with Griffith, it's a bigger uni. Yeah. Your lectures are huge, aren't they? They're huge, yeah. Like, 200. Like, criminology is one of the biggest uh, things at, at our uni. At yeah, Griffith, so for sure. It's, yeah. So, uh, like, you think, like, oh, there's 200 people. Surely you're going to make a bunch of friends. But it's like, the fact there is 200 people is the fact that you're not going to be able to make friends. There's just so many people. There's so many people. And it already, when I walk into the lecture, it looks like everyone's already kind of talking and making friends already. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like a bit taken back don't want to intrude on someone's conversation try and make friends you know? yeah because you're an introverted person introverted, you like to keep yeah. you keep to <laughs> yourself um tell me about the, the the pros and cons you believe about those real big classroom environments or just your course in itself the the big like because of the size i don't like you know put my hand up and saying anything in lectures if you know i have a question you know, they're like, don't be scared. Probably 30 other people have the same question as you. Just be brave and put your hand up. But being an introverted person, I don't really want to speak in front of 300 people. Mm-hmm. Sounds stupid or sounds silly or whatever. Yep. So that's one of the cons. But also going to uni and seeing all these people really trying, like, you know, typing down makes me makes me feel like, you know, you better, better do it because it's... It motivates you. motivates me to, yeah, get into it, get my head stuck in. Whereas the... COVID and stuff, being at home, doing all my um, all my assignments and watching lectures online is really pretty tough because go on my phone or, you know, not not you, have a real system. Yeah, you're, you're an easily distractible person. <laughs> yeah. So I have guitars hanging on my wall. I can pick it up and just play guitar while I'm listening to it. Or, mm-hmm. you know. But going to uni and having the big class was like, yeah, always made me feel like it's part of a bigger group and 
always push you. And I think the fact, you know, I think the fact that so many people are doing it probably means that you know, it's like people are there for a reason. It's There's a, it's the reason it's the, the degree is so popular. Yeah. It's because it works mm-hmm. and because people get jobs from it. Like I know Danny Ford, um, he's get like he did that. Pardon me, he did that same degree, and now he is he is. Pardon me. <laughs> can't, 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 <laughs> um, he's got a job now. Yeah. It's like like hey, it worked, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure a bunch of those, like yeah, everyone there will will find work hopefully in that industry. Mm. So you're two years in. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about some of the struggles that you found in uni. We were touching on one before, which is the COVID the and COVID, kind of switching yes. to online. Switching to online was pretty tough, just because I couldn't motivate myself enough. Like I failed a few subjects because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't couldn't push myself to work harder. And yep. finish like things to the best of my abilities when I was distracted by everything. Yeah. So that was one of the struggles. But going to uni every day, like and working, because it's so it's like twenty five to thirty minutes away. Because mm-hmm. I'm there. If there's an hour break in between, in between classes, I go to the library and do assignments. Mm-hmm. You know, read things, do mm-hmm. work class worksheets or whatever, and then go to the next class. Whereas if I have an hour break at home on my phone mm-hmm. make coffee watch, play guitar watching watch, tiktok watch, yeah watch tiktok mm-hmm. like, you know and it wouldn't push me to do the work that i should have been doing yeah so that was that was one of the struggles so hopefully back on campus next year <laughs> yeah it, it's easier. looking like it it's looking like we're really getting <laughs> through it um i was because i did half my degree or more than half my degree online like from the start of my degree i was that and I liked it because I didn't have to go to uni, mm. but it was like you would you would get in ruts and you would get distracted, and I wouldn't watch. You know, I'd struggle to watch lectures yeah, exactly. instead of just you know just reading the PowerPoint and just taking what I can from it. Yeah. Or just classes where like I wouldn't really get into the lectures. I just do the assessment. Yeah. Like that was the toughest part because yeah, you just so much easier. You're not you just there, you're not there. There's no one pushing you. Yeah. And you really have to be self-motivated. And sometimes in university, you have to do classes that you don't particularly want to do. Yeah, you just have to do it to finish your degree. And if you're not interested in the class, and you don't think you're getting anything from it. Like it's, you have to be a certain type of person to, <laughs> to push yourself, to to push yourself yeah. and, and, and really apply yourself. So I'm with you, dude. Like online uni is tough. I think a lot of, like I did it my whole degree. So when COVID came, I was like, this is a layup. Yeah. Like I don't care. My... My girlfriend was severely affected. She the first, when she started uni, COVID just hit, mm-hmm. so the the degree was very group oriented because yeah. they had they just hit COVID. They really weren't prepared mm. to change the curriculum, and you know she would have to do Zoom like try and call people she's never met. She's an introverted person. She doesn't yeah. like talk to people. You know they're trying to set up times to work on the assignment together because they need each other. Yeah. they're all doing different parts. And, you know, you just, you wouldn't hear from them and it just looked like an absolute disaster. Yeah. And it was the, it, look, it's the university's fault. Like they should have been better prepared, but who's prepared for that? You know, who yeah. was, no one was ready for it. So no it's kind of, it's kind of tough. Cause yeah, like, look, um, it, it, it does suck, but that, that was just kind of the reality of, of, of everyone. Yeah. The thing that I liked about code was everyone was affected from it. You know what I mean? And there's kind of yeah. like a camaraderie, like whether you see it with the floods or with anything, when a large group of people are affected, everyone bands together, helps each other out. And there's just a comforting thing when you're not the only one being affected. Yeah, definitely. So, 
um covid sucks but we're all getting through we're it together slowly yeah. yeah so it'll just be like and it's like like if, if you didn't have the best year it's kind of like you know everyone would be like look 2020 was a tough year yeah. like everyone i think anyone would sure kind of lots of people that had terrible years. Pl- yeah plenty of people had bad yeah years, but... millions probably oh, and it, it's it's nice to know that i know like like I would give anyone a break there. So like I really had a tough year. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the things I wanted to get done. Mm-hmm. There was a, a few things this year that I wanted to get done that I didn't. And I kind of got a back step, but that was the challenges of a, of a very contagious disease that kills your grandma. Yeah, so yeah. Not good. it's not fun. You graduate next year. Uh, probably, hopefully, maybe if I do enough subjects, but okay. I think I'm going to step it back and try Ste- and concentrate really hard on the on the subjects that i need to pass and then extend it maybe to a fourth like half year maybe okay and so kind of i did three and a half years as well oh th- three and a half sorry yeah yeah, fourth. <laughs> yeah no yeah. but you're in you're in your fourth year technically i guess because you do three years and then you have half so you're technically in yeah, your fourth year it. but you're not going to do a whole year no i did the same thing yeah um after that like what's like like how how do you go from finishing this degree to getting the police force or, or doing something you want to do do you have a plan not really just <laughs> kind of i think so uh throughout uni before i started uni i applied for the police mm-hmm. and i got through the first stage but i didn't get through the second stage which mm-hmm. i wasn't expecting to as a 17 or 18 year old they wouldn't they don't take many young fellas they only take you know or genu- generally take 25 24 mid 20s odd just because you've got that life experience so that confidence yes, i think exactly and you know you're at your peak uh, peak, peak physical performance mm. so there's a yeah i will probably apply again next year because they're going to do another intake so i'll apply next year january odd and mm. then try and get in and if i get in then sweet i'll go through and they might you know might not have to finish the degree but <laughs> I don't. I doubt I'll get in just as a twenty-one-year-old, you know, or twenty-year-old mm-hmm. going on twenty-one. Just um, probably go through, and then once I finish uni, hopefully find some life experience jobs. You know, mm-hmm. do some jobs that give me life experience in that area. So, you know, like the working with people, security. I think, yeah, yeah. things like that. Security. There's people. So, a friend of ours that we worked at the uh, fast food chain with mm-hmm. he Cody he's at the police um, sorry at the jail at Wakehall mm-hmm. and he said it's pretty good but it's different to police like he 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 wants to also go into the police he's applied and everything but didn't get in the fir- the last intake so he's um he says it's good life experience and like shows you shows you can deal with people mm-hmm. on your own so like and scary people yeah exactly yeah scary people that you know are put away because they've done wrong things for a reason yeah yeah. exactly so i might try that but i i'm not sure because he kind of was talking about and saying that like it's it's a different beast you know like because he's sitting down telling people to leave him alone most of the day (laughs) rather than going out and stopping people from doing the wrong thing so would so you think the type of jobs that would help you probably gain security. life experience is security type jobs. Something like that. But this is what I think and this is what I get frustrated with you with is <laughs> I, I trained martial arts for a few years and I know the benefits of it. Yeah. 
and I also work out and, and, and I'm trying to get stronger and I have no interest in getting into police force and I see you, you're as thick, thick as a stick yeah. and you have no martial arts training and that's that, they're two things where I think if you truly want a job in that industry, it feels like something, those are things it's that you pretty, would yeah. want you would want to know how to protect yourself and how to stop people That's, physically. My dad said the exact same thing. And you will learn a lot from yeah. doing jujitsu and mixed martial arts, which yeah. are the two things that you will do if you want to learn. Mm. Like, like you do jujitsu, you do MMA. Yeah. And then just getting a bit bigger. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, your dad to I say it, I feel like, mate, if you That's if a- you truly want I know how hard it is when you're doing uni to do anything else but uni and work and because work, yeah. you have a social life as well. That's three things which you got to juggle. It's tough. I didn't find this stuff till after uni because I just wasn't motivated enough to do more than my social life, my work and university. But I think those are things that you really need to in- invest in. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it live yeah. on air. I'm, I'm calling <laughs> you out right now. Right. You better be able to kick my, kick my butt. In, <laughs> in a little while you've got a few kegs on me i don't know if i'll be able to well that's something with. you got to work on as <laughs> exactly. well that's we, what we got to go to our fast dad, food establishment yeah, and, and have a, and have a few too many of those have so a few few feasts that's it that's what dad feasts. says he's like if you want to be a cop you need to be able to take someone at least my size down like, he's a big strong fella buddy <laughs> on the job all day yeah and he, he's a chippy so he's got that dad strength and chippy strength and so he must he can lift four, and five thousand kilos <laughs> on one shoulder, on one arm, while yeah. and then sinking a dab. No, he doesn't smoke anymore. Doesn't smoke got, anymore. Got a big beer belly now. Oh, so. that, yeah, that's what Dad did. He 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 went from the smokes to the to the beers to the beers, <laughs> <laughs> and now, now he's got a few kegs on. Yeah, just poke him in the belly every so often. <laughs> so the future is you're going to graduate your degree. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn how to protect yourself. Yes. Um, I'm just going to keep bothering you till yes. you till you sign up, and hopefully that'll You're just motivate have me. To start bashing me off until I do it. I think. Oh, I'm, I'd be happy to. <laughs> I'd be happy to, and um, and gain some life experience. And I mm-hmm. think there's a bunch of different things. I can, whether it's community service, yes, like I think that's another thing. They're very big on community service. Yeah, the SES things. The yeah, SES yeah. would be amazing, they're, and they're it's volunteer really, based. Exactly. That's why they they love the volunteers. The um, you know, putting yourself out in the community and helping and, you know, because it shows that you really care about the community, which is what police is about, going out and helping the community, keeping everyone safe, you know. So volunteers, people like that. There's, I was told by the lady at TAFE when I went and signed up that um, volunteer lifeguards and stuff, they really mm. like at the pools. So Springfield over here at the, the waterhole. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really big on people putting the name out there and trying. So... There's a few different things that I've got to do before we got, I get We've got to write this down, <laughs> mate, because <laughs> I think you really are showing the pathway for anyone who's listening that is interested in becoming a police officer, just like my brother, like Johnny, he wants to be. Oh, really? He wants to be a cop. The big fella. And I'm telling him, you want to put muscle on because you want to be somewhat intimidating. Yeah. Because if I, look, if, I, if, I'm, if I've had a few and i got some... Couple of rumbles. If, I, if I've got a cop that I honestly think I could manhandle, am I going to speak to him as, with much respect Probably as not. someone who's mm. those felt those six foot eight fellas with the muscles the size with, with, of my head with the muscles the size like of us? Yes. Like, and I'm not saying me personally, but I'm saying someone in a position who's going to cause mischief, which yeah. is what you're going to run into. 
I think that's something. Like, you can't make yourself any taller, obviously. <laughs> There's not much you can do about that. But, but I, th- I think when it comes to policing, I know a lot of it is how you deal with situations, but I do think there's a, with that, there is a physical aspect which you have to, yep. you have to think about. Yeah, you have to exactly. truly yep. invest your little thought with. But I'm happy you're conscious of it. Yeah. And I'm happy I'm that you're playing because I can see you're playing because like, you know, after uni, getting some volunteer work, try and find some work that pays. But I think it's more, you know, just do what you got to do to make the money, but get into those SES, that'd be perfect. Yeah. For sure. Mate, that's about as far as I think we can we, we can take this. I've uh, I've really had a good time talking to you. It's been great. We, we, we've been talking all morning. And <laughs> so there's not much difference. It's just more talking about you than me, which which I hate. <laughs> Hey, changing up the subject. Have you done your own? Uh, you've done your own thing on this, haven't you? Posted today, mate. Oh, on that's w- Wednesday, Wednesday the eighteenth. So, yeah, um, J- James McGuire, Uni Life. Give it a listen if you want to know any more about me. And then when this comes out next week, Benjamin McGuire, Benny McGuire. That's the one, mate. You're an absolute stellar bloke. I Thanks, love you so much. Thanks, champ. This is Uni Life. You're all right. Oh, so bad. So bad. Fair enough, we're going to the outro. High achieving year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.